0: September 1999, Tony Hawk's pro skater rolls onto the scene. Kevin Bacon sees a dead lady in Stir of Echoes. And in the WWF, they're ushering in a new era in tag team wrestling. This is the Federation. I'm Tyler Fudge.
1: And I'm Travis Fudge. And this is
0: episode 267 uh there's uh, we're recording this about a week before the episode comes out i don't actually have a name for it but it will be something along the lines of tlc a revolution in wwe's tag team division something along those lines maybe that might even be the episode title. i don't fucking know
1: from the tit to the learning channel
0: (laughs) from the tit to the teat (laughs) But no, uh, you can uh, support the show by joining our Patreon donating to our PayPal, which is the Federation Podcast at gmail.com. You can stick around for shout-outs at the end of the show. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by searching the Federation t-shirts at whatamaneuver.net. And not to forget music by Mitch Electric Downfall. Link is in the description for all of his good stuff. Travis, we are here to talk about the... Basically, the the outcome that led to the Hardys, Edge and Christian, and the Dudley Boys just having this two long, two year long string of tag team wrestling gold for the WWF. Like up until this point, outside of like late eighties, tag team wrestling was abysmal in the WWF.
1: Oh yeah, it was just. You know your tradition, traditional W F affair. I guess just characters and all that kind yeah. of crap. Yeah. Other than other places in wrestling, I would say that there was no real tag team scene. Really, like obviously, WCW had a great tag team scene in the eighties and uh, you even, even see ECW. The early nineties.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Like, even Public he's... Enemy can
0: eat a bag of dicks. Well, I don't but, mean yeah, Public Enemies, but like. You can't look at RVD and Sabu and look at the Hardys at the same time. And be like, oh yeah, no, that's definitely lifted from some of the. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot. Course, yeah. And then the Dudleys, obviously, which are in here, they're from the ECW era. You know, you got some like Lance Storm, Chris Candido, you know, those those that ilk kind of deal. But this is really at a mainstream stage for the WWF. Their first return to really just tag team wrestling, being able to. Main event a show, you know what I mean? Like, T like TLC was never a main event of a show, but goddamn, it could have. You
1: know? No, no. Like between these these guys, it wasn't. Yeah. But these guys did were involved in the creation of a match that ended up getting its own pay per view cycle. Yeah. Yeah. You you know? Yeah. 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 They definitely popularized the latter match. Whatever you want to say about Shawn Michaels, he did definitely like cement it and popularize it into like our wrestling zeitgeist yeah but when it comes to me it was the hardy boys like it was just the time and place right like as the same thing goes man like some guy that started watching wrestling in 05 probably thinks shelton benjamin in ladder matches the gold standard because he'd fucking walk up the ladders you know like that kind of shit yeah and whatever it is now yeah yeah, Whatever. No,
0: it is, no, it's true. And, you know, though, uh, something, too, a lot of firsts were had here, like like you said, creation of a TLC match, which we won't see any of that here in this episode. That will be in our, uh, our final episode, our second episode of this. But, like, at least in the WWF, first tag team ladder match, you know what I mean? Definitely the first, I would imagine it was, well, no, it wasn't. I wouldn't imagine it was the first tag team table match in the WWF.
1: Ah. Uh, I that
0: feel like they cool might have it might done. Have been. It Definitely the first one on pay-per-view.
1: It's January 2000. Yeah. They, have, they haven't had a lot of time to create table tables matches, right? No,
0: that's true. That's true. They have been go- putting people through tables nonstop. But whether or not there was a tables match, I don't have that with me for sure. And then first three-way ladder match in yeah. the WWF. Yeah.
1: Many so like, firsts, many lot. firsts yeah. it's, it's like being a fan of the WWE Women's Division You know, you can celebrate every single first that you get
0: <laughs> First cheer, first boo
1: We're like five years in on this No, good lord, not five years in uh, How long has this women's evolution been going on oh, for? Uh, uh,
0: 2018, ooh, wow. maybe?
1: No, no Wasn't it like 2013 or something like that?
0: The first Paige and like AJ and the Bellas Oh I guess if you want to go back that far I don't think Paige was 2013 though Yeah she was Was it? That's when she she debuted in 2013? Yeah, Holy fuck man Don't yeah. I feel old right now
1: New Orleans Brian Daniels Oh name. the
0: night after yeah. yeah she When she beat AJ Yeah I guess so yeah. I guess so Because we saw her Oh so
1: she debuted in 2014 2014?
0: Because it yeah. was the year after Punk left
1: a year Punk left.
0: Yeah. Oh, no. year of because oh, we saw we saw Royal we Rumble. saw
1: Page's first Mania.
0: Oh, really? Was that a first Mania? Yeah. yeah, I guess it was. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Yeah.
1: But yeah. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> we're not here to talk I, about Page. What Paige. I meant, my joke, obviously, yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. The women's <laughs> evolution went on a lot longer than I anticipated.
0: We uh, the, still have them first. <laughs> they are. First
1: ladder match just last month. <laughs>
0: it's, really?
1: Yes, that's what I mean. It, the Bailey fucking Bianca Belair match was, was the, the first, first women's, women's ladder, ladder match? match in WWE. Doesn't wow. that sound fucking impossible that, to you?
0: That does sound absolutely absurd. Like,
1: <laughs> right. I'm at
0: a loss for words right. of that. Cuz like the WWE they like to throw shit at everything and the fact that they'd never done a women's ladder match, especially at like when they were at the height of like evolution and stuff like that. Oh jeez. So what I, they, I, evolution or revolution? It that was, was evolution. It was evolution. Revolution stepping
1: on AEW territory. Yeah. Yeah. I I would even say like Victoria, Jazz, Trish, Lita doing a was ladder a match would sound right. Lita in a ladder match sounds right. It just to me. It just feels right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, shit Telling, not a lot of people are gonna understand that no it's not really <laughs> like, no i do people even know that lita had another theme besides for that uh, one that she's had now for 20 years
0: yeah no i probably not no i mean they she also had a little mini wwe documentary called the Jess feels right Jess feels right right right
1: vhs's are in a, in nope, a locked nope. up. No, nope. there. Yeah, I can see it. Right there. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Right, right yeah. there at the very end Right next yep. to
0: Survivor Series '97. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Great company. Great company. <laughs> yeah, from the I, don't, I can't even remember that documentary. The Lita? No, I That's remember a, watching it's it all right. But she like, talks I,
1: about her panties and fucking
0: the whale know. tail. Yeah, gotta love it. Gotta love the whale tail. Opening up child's minds for years.
1: Speaking of opening up child's minds, Terry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, now I will say. Would you
1: you, say, sorry, would you say that her highest claim to fame was getting a tournament named after her?
0: Maybe. Like, when you think about Terry Reynolds... There's not a lot that comes to mind. Like
1: Marlena was pretty successful, but other than that
0: other than that, it's really like she managed Meat, which is just PMS. before the tip, PMS. Yeah. That was what, Jackie.
1: And uh, Alicia Shamrock.
0: Oh my Jesus. Ryan
1: Shamrock, sorry, her name's Alicia Webb or
0: something like oh, that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's a name I hadn't heard in a very, very long time. Uh, So we will be talking about the Tag Team Ladder Match from No Mercy in 1999, the uh, Tag Team Tables Match from Royal Rumble 2000, and then we'll also be talking about the uh, Triple Threat Ladder Match from WrestleMania 2000 here tonight. But before we get into that, let's just lay some groundwork as to how these teams both got here, okay? Or how three of them got here. We'll get into the Dudleys later on. The
1: Dudleys kind of like t-bone their way into this feud more
0: yeah, or less. yeah like i don't really know the ins and outs on how they got him well they attacked the hardys is how they got involved in the into this feud but. that's
1: what i mean it's kind of like it was Edge and christian that kind of seemed like they were kind of destined to go at it and yeah the dudleys just kind of so happened to have been fighting new age outlaws well, not New Age was at the time, but uh, the Acolytes and Public Enemy and,
0: and like everybody, like yeah. their debut match was against like Al Snow and somebody else on the Heat or some bullshit like that. The job Squad, I assume, eh? Would it have been in the Job Squad at that mm-hmm. point. Ninety nine, yeah, yeah that sounds about right. Yeah. Unless
1: Al Snow was the heel at this point because he turned heel.
0: Oh, well, maybe? Oh, you mean Snowman?
1: No, he turned heel on Mick Foley at one point, and he was like an upper mid Carter for like two
0: weeks Big <laughs> best two weeks of his life best two weeks of his life uh the you Hardy's... how jacked he is now man al snow yeah. no i try to stay away from al snow dude he's fucking just
1: jacked
0: just just um
1: grossly just... jacked
0: have you seen have you seen zach efron as carrie von eric
1: yeah i saw that photo today
0: did you see it did you see the wang tweet of it or no i didn't i, saw, no? I just
1: saw it on google google news or whatever the uh, fuck it is
0: wang retweeted a photo of it and he's just like uh zach efron's got the uh got so much hgh in his system he's got the turtle abs or whatever he's just all fucking bloated in the belly oh jesus right he's just like boy oh boy yeah it does look like it's it's a it's a roid belly for sure um but but digress digress uh, let's let's see. Let's talk about the Hardys here. So both Matt Matt and Jeff would make their debut in the WF May twenty third, nineteen ninety three. Matt against Nikolai Volkov. Jeff against Razor Ramon. It's a very widely known story. Uh, Jeff though Matt wrestled as Matt Hardy. Jeff wrestled as do you know the name he wrestled? No. Keith Davis. Wow. Uh, <laughs> they uh, they would make a bunch of other appearances under the Jeff Hardy name. That was his only one where he was. Keith Davis, and uh, basically just do squash matches on a semi-regular basis while working for Smoky Mountain Wrestling and Heartland Championship Wrestling. Then they would make their tag team debut all this time from 93 to 96. These brothers never tagged together. And in 1996, they had the first match. They take on an unknown team called the Dark Overlords in an untelevised dark match. And uh, then they would take on and defeat the New Rockers on Superstars. And then go up against uh, the, uh, the smoking guns. And they would make one more appearance in 1996. Not as the Hardys. Not as Matt and Jeff. Do you remember this short-lived gimmick?
1: Oh, I, I, I can tell you an appearance in 96, though, from them. Opening the doors at
0: the King of the Ring. Th- very true. Very true. Uh, but after the opening of the doors, they would be Ingus and Wildo. The Jinx brothers,
1: boy, that would have went over like a fucking fart in church, man. And
0: both of them were dressed. Matt Jeff was in his Will of the Wisp costume, and Matt was in a costume that looked just like it, just more colorful.
1: That sounds so stupid.
0: It sounds god awful. It Last very new
1: generation though, hey? Very,
0: very lasted for one match, and that's it. Would
1: love to see. Um, some sort of, like, physical proof of this, though. Oh. you Oh, you have photos. Oh, yes. Oh, wow, yeah. I'm Let very, me see. I'm interested in this. Let uh. me get
0: it up on this computer here uh, so that it I can just show you much easier instead of me turning around the laptop here, okay? Uh, let's see. The Jinx. Jinx Brothers. WWF. Mm. Let's see here. Images. Open a new tab. Okay, fuck you. Um Okay. So you see that right there?
1: That looks fucking terrible, man.
0: Yeah, yeah it's uh it's pretty shitty. Pretty shitty. Uh I mean it would never have went over. Nobody ever would have thought they were cool. It's like if anybody thinks Willow's cool, I don't think Willow's cool at it's all, It's like two
1: really. avatars, man. Yeah. And by avatar, I mean Al Snow. <laughs> Jesus.
0: ah, Goddamn. Just bringing up the, the fucking... I'm
1: sorry, how many times can I bring up Al Snow in a podcast?
0: Dude, I mean, you're finding a good amount of times that you can do it. Because <laughs> he's, he's had a few unknown gimmicks. Like, I had totally forgot about his avatar gimmick.
1: Oh, okay. that shinobi. Right? Shinobi was the um, martial oh, arts guy. Fuck. Like the, the Chinese martial arts. Maybe. Yeah, uh, Avatar had the mask. You could create him in Warzone. I remember that. Holy fuck.
0: Shinobi. It's like You're bringing up names that I haven't thought of in fucking years, Travis. <laughs> fucking years. That's
1: what Al Snow does to you, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucking Mark. Uh, Edging Christian. They uh, they would uh, debut roughly around the same time Edge would make his television vi- debut After a series of vignettes Against Jose Estrada on June 16th, 1998
1: Fucking breaking his neck Did he? No, he fucked him up
0: Jose Estrada?
1: Yeah, yeah, he does like this tope on him, man He fucking makes him land right on his neck like, I don't know really? if he breaks his neck But he fuck all oh, it's devastating yeah.
0: Huh, fair enough uh, prior to 1998 though Edge would work a bunch of uh, dark matches for the company as well as a couple episodes of WCW Pro in 1996 Christian would have a couple dark matches in 1997 and 98 against Edge uh, but he would make his actual debut on the 1998 edition of WWF Breakdown a pay-per-view distracting Edge into lossing its Owen Hart and aligning with Gangrel forming a team of vampires called the new Brute uh, or the Brute Uh, Christian would also win the WF Light Heavyweight title in his first match on Judgment Day against Takamichinoku. A month later, Edge would join his brother and form the Brood, uh, saving them from an attack by Kane. Uh, But uh, let's see here. Uh, They would briefly join the Undertaker's ministry before being exiled as uh, Christian spilled the whereabouts of Stephanie McMahon. So fucking blue, that fucking blue dot just ruining things. Oh, that
1: blue dot right away in 1999, man. Just ruined them.
0: Yeah, ruined them. Shortly after, Edge would convince Christian to leave the brood, and they would go off on their own. Now, that's not the last incarnation of the brood, though, because obviously the new brood would form. After the Hardys uh, would uh, ditch Doc Hendricks, because the WWE... Basically, just didn't think he was cool enough.
1: I have a theory.
0: Though. Okay, okay. Let's lay it on is me. Is Gangrel really who he
1: says he is, or is
0: he Doc Hendricks?
1: What if Gangrel actually is Michael Hayes? I could really buy into Michael Hayes being a fucking vampire, and then in 1999, this man, before Corazon de Leon found the Fountain of Youth, I don't think Chris Jericho, <coughs> Doc <coughs> Hendricks found this Fountain of Youth. In blood, blood, and he started fucking drinking blood. And he's like, "Vince, I got a good gimmick here. You, you see that Seinfeld episode, the puffy shirt? I got a puffy shirt, and I got a lot of blood.
0: Got a lot. Look of
1: how it. fucking young I am right now.
0: I could just see it. I could just fucking see it, man. I mean, it's better than having having fucking Michael Hayes dance all over the place. Um, but like, in all seriousness, though." Um, I mean, but you've heard it here first. Gangrel is Doc Hendricks, um, but uh, don't let anybody ever tell you anything different. Gangrel is Doc Hendricks, and vice versa. <laughs> but no, but in all actuality, uh, why they would ever have the Hardies teamed up with Doc Hendricks, I don't know. It made no- was he Doc Hendricks or Michael Hayes at the time? He was Michael Hayes? Was he Michael Hayes? Okay. You
1: ever hear the story about them like going to? fucking shop for clothes with Michael Michael Hayes oh man it's it's funny I couldn't even do it justice but you need to go out of your way to like hear Matt and Jeff talk about going clothes shopping and shit like that with Michael Hayes before they get like repackaged with them okay you know because it's like 50 year old Michael Hayes he's going out to like Hot Topic like fucking Claire's or whatever the fuck he's going to with Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy he's like You think ladies will like this? You think this get over?
0: (laughs) Doc, no, (laughs) no, doc, no. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell! Leave the bucket hat alone. (laughs) It's funny though, because like when uh, when I seen that clip at the No Mercy when I was watching the match. I just remember it being so much more pronounced yeah. than it actually is. No, but no, because like it's like yeah. Terry, no, and it's like I've always thought it was like Terry, no. <laughs> I just always pictured it being so much more pronounced. But it's better that way. It is. It is, it's, it is it's much, better so
1: much better that way. So much better that way. Not just like the mat. Just like yeah. Uh, we'll we'll get into it, but yeah. Yeah. Fuck.
0: But by the summer of 1999, the act of uh, Michael Hayes and the Jeff Hardys had grown stale, uh, and Gangrel would join the Hardys and form the New Brood to intensify and build a feud between the Hardys and Edge and Christian. Uh, and that basically brings us to where we need to be. We're here to talk about first the Terry Invitational Tournament, which they kept calling the Terry Reynolds Invitational Tournament, and, and it the trit, like, what is she a fucking country singer? Yeah, Travis They're trit? just
1: capitalizing on that fucking fame,
0: bruh. Oh, bro, bro, bro. Uh, but the the, uh, the the Terry Invitational tournament would legitimately start September thirtieth on SmackDown. Uh, they would basically run it down. At this point in time, the Acolytes Protection Agency are the WWE Tag Team Champions. Um, but I gotta say, like, when when you're watching these the series of matches. All matches all these matches are like three, four, or five minutes long. All the matches are roughly the same outside of one match being a Texas tornado match, which is the third match, and then one match going to a double DQ. Right? So like everything else is varied by the numbers. But like watching the the beginnings of this and even during the No Mercy pay-per-view, the crowds aren't necessarily into these guys yet. You know what I mean? No,
1: they're really quiet. Yeah. really
0: quiet. Yeah. Very quiet. And and, and you're watching the Hardys with the brood and Gangrel. Very subdued. Not a lot of energy in their entrances kind of deal. They're also really green. Really green. Like, stupidly green. But I do believe, and this might be my bias showing, because I was always a bigger Hardy Boys fan than Edge and Christian, they fit the brood aesthetic much better than Edge and Christian, in my opinion.
1: Sure. Sure. Maybe. They'll
0: always come up as like the lower end one because they're the second version. Right? They're the watered down version. But if they were the first version, I really do believe they would have like just like the aesthetic of them coming up from the fire and then doing like the guns, guns on the I head. I think it and stuff. all
1: led to Edge and that gimmick that he had coming in. You know the unknown entity, yep. like who is this guy? Yep. He's so mysterious, but also like he kind of looks a little goth to me. Like I just yep. always had that like oh like oh man that guy could like be a real good villain in a movie. You know, yeah, like just the jawline and the weird like very he's, maniacal he's got eyes. He's got
0: a very 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 noticeable expression, face. Like he has a lot of expression f- yeah. in his face. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But yeah, no, it, it's. The, the edge and christian would go up two to nothing early on uh, the hardys would then win two in a row they would do a uh, a the the they would do the fifth and final match on tv but would go to a double dq which is weird because like you always think it's going to culminate with a ladder match but not at one point in time during any of this do they ever mention a ladder match even the Thursday episode of SmackDown leading up to No Mercy, there's no mention of a ladder match. Not one. And then No Mercy happens, and there's a ladder match. It's like, it, it pretty much will really go show like how much like <coughs> real faith they had in this. You know what I mean? They weren't really...
1: And this is the one year, like, they deprived them of a good ladder match that year, too. Because the only ladder match that happened in 1999, besides for this one, that would have been the year before SummerSlam. Um, Austin against Shane and Vince At King Oof. of the Ring The winner owns the WF And that was the elusive uh, Storyline never got resolved Where someone lifted The contract up on
0: Austin And they never ever They
1: never ever concluded who did it Yeah so That was the ladder match that they were competing with that year I feel like if they advertised, the people would be like, "Oh shit, that'll be good."
0: Well, and too late, especially with the way that you know these matches. You're watching the the matches that are leading up to the finale of the Tit Tournament, and like you can see where these guys are just like, "We're going to try whatever the fuck we can." Like, there's one match in the Georgia Dome. There's 35,000 people there, that's stated by the commentators, anyways, for an episode of Raw on October 11th, and just. A very rare Jeff Hardy top rope leg drop. It's like Matt goes for one, and Edge rolls out of the way, and then Jeff goes for one that's in the middle of the ring, and it just looks like a goddamn torpedo. It's great. Um, It's a
1: good thing you didn't do it very often.
0: Yeah, yeah, Swanton did enough to his back. You know what I mean? So uh, that would then bring us all the way to the tag team ladder match finale of the tit tournament. Uh, for WWF No Mercy 1999, and as Travis had mentioned that we had wa- uh, we we used to watch this TLC documentary when we were kids. I used to be in awe watching this, the highlights of this during those that VHS. Yeah, oh yeah, so fantastic! Just this this match. When you look at the other ladder matches that had happened in the WWF, this is by by far leaps and bounds crazier and and more more intense and just more appealing in every which way because these four guys go nuts
1: this is um i think this is like a shift this match mm-hmm. it's a total shift in style it's different teams a different uh fucking blood in wrestling
0: yeah yeah And it's the start of a shift in the tag. You could
1: literally take this match and put it up to like a really early Young Bucks match Mm -hmm. and be like, hey, very similar, very Very similar. And it's just hilarious that if you want to praise Jeff Hardy or the Hardys or even this series of matches and then go and shit on the Bucks. It's it's literally the yeah. same thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your uh, your your idiocracy is showing, sir.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah.
0: Um, like, and and to you look at this ladder match. This ladder match has a lot of wild spots in it. It it can sometimes come off as tame compared to today's ladder matches.
1: Also tame to this series because they end up elevating yeah. this so much more.
0: But yeah, and then at the same at the same time there this is the first one they've done. Um they also do a lot of callbacks to this match in other matches. You know what I mean? Like there's just little things that they would do here and it's like in the next ladder match. It's like, Oh hey, this time he actually hit this move or yeah. whatever, right? I just gonna hit a spear from this ladder at this point in time, you know, like there's a lot, a lot of a lot what is of jeff
1: gonna get hit with on the guardrail walk yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a table or a chair or yeah, a ladder or a ladder
0: <laughs> could be either one, or you might just miss altogether, All right so uh but the uh, this this crowd like we said as everybody's walking to the ring the crowd doesn't really you know they're there they're making a little bit of noise but when you think about jeff hardy and and the hardy boys and edge and christian like that girl pop is there for the most part in the in like as time progress, but right now it's just it's nothing uh but the crowd would literally come unglued when jeff does like this push the the the, the push off ladder leg drop that he would do yeah from the top rope the yeah. first time he did that literally got a standing ovation
1: which is not the only time the crowd does that in this no, match. No, and you're talking a 1999 WWF crowd yeah. giving standing o- standing o's. Yeah, it's That's it's wild, fucking crazy.
0: Because like the, crazy, the, I would imagine a lot of people in this building had never seen a match or didn't have rarely seen a match that resembled this.
1: Tyler, I bet you there are probably a hundred dudes that bought tickets expecting tits.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: literally, maybe it's pay per view. We got tits,
0: maybe, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. Because <laughs> there was a mud wrestling match weeks prior with the cat. That was a good I was
1: keeping match on the show. Like, oh, Jeff so Jarrett held do. fucking Vince up on the show. That's
0: this show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, right. Right. Um. Yeah, they would also do uh, the standing ovation during the seesaw ladder spot where Jeff would jump and hit the seesaw and hit Matt. And,
1: and that's not even the only standing ovation. No, o. no. There's, because there's they do it at the them. end of the match, too. Like, they give Edge and Christian one.
0: Yeah, and then, I mean, like, fast forwarding a little bit, put the next night on Raw.
1: With, yes, that's, right? that, like, that's very famous. I yeah. didn't
0: even watch that here. I just remember that from the TLC yeah. documentary where all four dudes are in the ring and the crowd just cheers them for a minute or two
1: yeah and they all give each other respect and stuff like that yeah
0: it's it's really it's a it's a huge time for for tag team wrestling in the wwe and even watching it now and knowing where everything would go and how prominent this match would actually lay its claws into tag team wrestling especially like gimmick matches for tag team wrestling it's crazy just like there's times where i'm watching and like like basically got like goosebumps kind of deal it's just like fuck like seeing the crowd do the standing ovation for the first time i was like dude like this is the moment that the crowd was like oh the Hardy's and edge and christian are fucking awesome
1: oh yeah, right? yeah like, for sure for sure it, it, it's, and it's only it, it, uh, just getting started like really it is
0: because at this point in time nobody on these two teams have any ounce of charisma whatsoever
1: no, None, no. not a goddamn bit. No, Matt Hardy cuts, from from my standards, 2000s Hardys, a good promo at Royal Rumble.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know, that was good. Yeah, it was more than what I expected him to do.
1: In 2000, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. But Edge, like, Edge is very, uh, he, if you listen to a promo of Edge in 1999,
0: 2000. I'm
1: going to. Oh, man. But anyway, it's like he finds his voice quick because two thousands like their year. Yeah,
0: you know? yeah. That's when they would uh, the tap into the common mm-hmm. com- comedy and, and and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas too like that's also a key thing with all three of these tag teams is Edge and Christian are the comedy. Uh, the Dudley Boys are just the ass kickers, they're, and,
1: they're the violence. Yeah, and, you know.
0: And the Hardy Boys are the the brooding. Uh, sad boys basically you know what I mean like
1: They're, they are the sad boys they yeah. are
0: especially in the new brood like there's just like two dudes walking but even to the in ring.
1: 2000 like when are they ever smiling never every single fight. Like, never like they never smile or anything
0: no. like even in this match it's like Matt's got this little gimmick where he's losing his mind a little bit or it's like he's giving stomps in the corner, and it will just stop and just go, ah! he just grabs his hair and just like, oh, my God, my head hurts. You know what I mean? It's like, stop talking to me, my brain. It's the
1: voices, man. Yeah, I'm the broken. Voice. It's I'm all broken. those vampires in his head. <laughs> There's a thousand Michael Hayes going off.
0: <laughs>
1: brother dude, brother dude.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine? Imagine your internal monologue just being Michael P.S. Hayes. <laughs> Oh, that's 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 gotta be what, like, just no, I can't finish that joke because it's insensitive, but like, no, no, I think I'd off myself if I had Michael PSA's as my internal monologue, I really do. Like every like like everybody would love to have Morgan Freeman as their internal monologue, right? And A will crawl through six miles of shit that but day. But how would you
1: do critical thinking? You can't do critical can't. thinking with a Morgan Freeman no. voice, nor can you with a Michael Hayes voice.
0: Though. Neither, no, no. But like,
1: brother, like, I'll need a line to figure that one out. Shit,
0: shit. I don't. They like. Is it? I don't know if it's it's more along the lines of you know how like your voice that you hear never is really like the voice that you think. Have
1: you ever met anyone that doesn't have an internal dialogue?
0: I haven't, but I've heard of them.
1: Oh man, I I worked with one person that had um internal that had no internal dialogue, and he was also colorblind. A total piece of shit. But dude, yeah, talk about just like I don't know. I think he was a sociopath.
0: Well, like, like, I think uh, you, if you don't
1: have an inner dialogue, then you're a fucking sociopath.
0: Think about when you do decision making, right? Where does your decisions usually come from?
1: Your your head? Yeah, your internal, di- <laughs> your internal dialogue. You're thinking out your fucking plans. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, if you don't like, have an internal thinking? monologue thinking is your internal dialogue, is it not?
0: Well, like, you can still think, but like i know that like i'll be walking around you well, know, when doing i think something. i ask
1: myself questions and shit like what is blah, 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 blah.
0: well like, it's not even that it's like sometimes it's like oh this guy you know like you walk by some guy and it's like well there's tristan and like you walk by it's like one step you know what I mean? like it's not like you're you're looking to breathe but like just things that'll come through your mind that you're not conscious you know what i mean it's just like hey here's this and blah 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 oh look it's a car do you need really? a, do
1: you need a <laughs> voice though for your inner dialogue or can you just think the words i think and, it's the same
0: thing you know what i mean
1: but i don't think you need to register a voice for it.
0: no no i guess not really uh, like i don't know like i wouldn't if, if there was a voice i don't think it's my voice you know what i mean like i don't hear my voice in my head you know no I'm looking, actually, to see why some people don't have an internal mind. Because
1: mono. they got small brains. Small brains.
0: Well, you said the, the guy that didn't have the internal inner monologue, he was colorblind. Yeah. Uh, the lack of internal monologue is also called blindness of the mind's eye.
1: Whoa. They, they
0: don't experience visualizations in their mind. They can't mentally picture their bedroom or their mother's face.
1: What a psychopath!
0: Uh, so, like, may, like, it's it's, it's thirty to fifty percent of people have an inner voice. That's that's a lot less than I thought. Yeah, special, now I do, I do. Like, can you imagine though? Like, really, can you imagine not being able to picture your mother's face? Maybe,
1: Tyler. Maybe this is why so many people are stupid, though.
0: I mean, like, really, I mean, if you can't remember, if you can't visualize a picture of your bedroom, a place that you sit in for hours and hours on end, maybe, just maybe you're a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Maybe your brain just doesn't work. I'm
1: going to have to start asking that question to people as like a non sequitur.
0: There we go. Here's a, uh, you know, uh, people also ask on Google Are people without inner monologues less intelligent? <laughs> Uh, Sorry, I popped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is in uh, inner monologue a sign of intelligence the inner monologue is associated with more personality than intelligence if someone has more developed verbal skills they are more likely to have a wordier inner voice than someone with less language development so like maybe somebody might not be stupid but uh, they, they can't express themselves very can't well. Can't talk either. right. Yeah, I can't. I can't done talk right there, Pa.
1: can done talk right there, Pa. I can't talk in my mind. <laughs> How do you talk in your mind,
0: Pa? Yeah, Pa, I can't talk to myself in my mind. I am always having fucking conversations with myself. Just like, well, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this and, this, and this, and this. This person's a fucking tool. Yep. Hope he falls in a crack. Mm-hmm. Uh, a crick if you will uh, but like, do you have any like uh, super duper things that you want to talk about in this uh, this tag team oh, nothing
1: super duper you know but I find uh, the banter between King and JR funny when they're wondering mm. why Gangrel is still out there what's his relation between both teams who is Gangrel's brother if we have two brothers in the ring
0: did they really ask who gang girls yeah and then
1: king came up with vlad the impaler oh jesus so that that was wild
0: now what you did miss on the tit tournaments is king fawning over terry when she's on commentary who is absolutely abysmal uh which is something i have to ask what in god's name does terry even bring to the hardy boys
1: Carrie Runnels is a fucking charisma vacuum.
0: Yeah. There's nothing charismatic about her whatsoever. With
1: a fucking shotgun makeup fucking style schmock. I was going to say, too,
0: watching her in high definition in the year 1999, you really does, that does not do her good. The
1: fakest ditties. Like, I don't
0: know. Probably. It looks like a horrible... I'm sorry. Horrible boob job.
1: Never did anything for me, man. Never did. No. I don't and know why now, Dustin serenaded her on a plane like
0: fuck. Because he's thinking of Andrea York. Cause yeah. she was fine. Yeah. At that point in time. Keep it simple. She definitely was. Keep uh those those pre pre-enhancements. Uh but the uh the match would come to an end when all four are on separate ladders. Matt would get thrown to the mat, no pun intended. Uh, would hit the ladder that Jeff and Christian were on. Christian takes a tumble. Jeff would transition onto the ladder, hit Edge, and grab the bag of money. Now, the, I remember from the TLC documentary where Jeff talks about when he grabs that bag of money. He
1: fucking pancakes himself.
0: He could not get it off. He's tugging on it, tugging on it, tugging on it. And he gives all of his weight on it and then just takes the biggest bump on his shoulder onto the mat. Man. It looked like it murdered him.
1: Yeah. I- Mick Foley looked exactly like that when he fell through the cell the year prior. Like, that's exactly how he landed. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's not, it's not a good landing. And so, like, when that match is over, Edge and Christian, they, they revel in the applause of the, uh, the, the crowd, which can be a way to give them back a little bit of their heat, you know what I mean? <clears throat> but you see Edge and Christian and Gangre- or, uh, Matt and, uh, and uh, Jeff and Gangrel rush to the back. It's like, is it because like Jeff probably like knocked himself loopy or did he, did he knock the window of himself when he fell off of the ladder? Like, were they meant to go back that fast? They
1: might be rushing to the next segment too. Possible. And then possible. they're like, hold on. We got some.
0: Yeah. Like, like Terry wasn't even out there, you know? Like, well, she came out and. No, she gave him a kiss backstage or something, didn't she? Or something like that.
1: You know, it's crazy that she didn't come out for the match that was for her, <laughs> but she wanted to come out for the fucking Royal Rumble to be in the corner when the Dudleys yeah. were fucking throwing May Young through tables and shit like that. What did
0: yeah. what, what, what what did Terry think that she was going to get there? Hey, you know what though? At least they brought us, you know, the Terry now. Maybe no, all
1: four people participating in the ladder match all said. Terry no. <laughs> all
0: all in unison. Every one of them. Terry no,
1: Terry. Even no. the 1000 Michael Hayes and Matt Hardy's <laughs> <laughs> It's
0: a Terry, 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 no, 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 no. Uh but no, uh this is... <coughs> <coughs> this this match is something to behold. You know, like, it, it, it's a special match in tag team wrestling, especially Especially in, in, in you know the last 30 years.
1: It is nothing short of great. It, it is yeah. fucking perfect. I think. A
0: star making performance, all four of them.
1: It's, it's not a fucking bonkers ladder match. It's not boring. No, not it, at all. It, everyone did something very unique. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Can't get much better.
0: No, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> In the summer of 1999, the Dudley boys would depart from ECW, uh, slating that all they wanted from Paul is $1 more than the WWF was willing to spend on him. Uh, But uh, I digress. Paul wouldn't do it. Uh, They would leave ECW, go to the WWF, spending the majority of 1999 getting the use of tables over on mainstream TV by putting, you know, May Young, Trish Stratus, you know, all these guys and well, girls through tables. And and they would start as the tie-dye Dudleys and Bubba stutters. Right? Like <coughs> that's the original Dudley Boy gimmick in the WWF.
1: Uh, Bubba still stutters with the camo.
0: Yeah, it's not it's not the prevalent point like no. at this point in time Bubba's unhinged. Like, he'll go into a trance. That's his big thing now, right? Tables
1: like, cause him to go into a trance. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: but uh, the tie-dye would quickly just disappear, and they would wear the, the camo. But I was looking at, like, some of the matches that the Dudleys were having while Edge and Christian are doing this, and it's not, like, they weren't pushing the Dudleys like they were, like, some kind of world beaters. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a very slow rise. Whereas... The Hardys and Edge and Christian are already cemented now after No Mercy. But who's the first team to win the tag team titles?
1: Dudleys, eh? The
0: Dudleys. They go into the triple threat ladder match as the tag team champions, be- beating, I believe, the New Age Outlaws.
1: Yeah, that or it's Road Dogg and X-Pac.
0: Yeah, could have been. Could have been. So so really, really, it's, it's it goes to show that you look at Edge and you look at Christian, you look at the Hardy boys. They have the star-making performance, but it's like the Dudleys are more ready for Tag Team Championship gold than both of these teams are at the time.
1: Well, they've been established for years at this point. Yes. Three fucking solid years. Heat magnets.
0: Heat magnets. And the heat does not translate so much in the WWF, though.
1: Well, they're also not. I don't like the Dudleys heat. No. Because it's cheap. It is. It's so fucking cheap. You yep. know, like, anyone can talk shit about your mother, your yep. weight, your fucking facial incongruencies, yep. like, Jesus Christ, so what nice. if he has fur, fucking placed eyes, nice. man? I don't nice. give a shit.
0: Facial you know? incongruencies.
1: <laughs> it's just so easy. It's Shane Douglas territory, man. Yeah, you're not smart enough. Yeah, and no. it, it it really speaks volumes now that you see what Bubba's really all about. Now that he has a vocal platform constantly, <laughs> um, you can really see that that cheap heat really didn't fall far from the tree, like from his fucking brain because it's
0: small. <laughs> but yeah, you know, small and it's concussed.
1: I, I just don't like it very much, and th- they're never gonna do it in WF. No, no, the WF is never, never
0: gonna let them do the Dudley Boys heat, and nor do they need to. Um, like, like Bubba can talk, but like not nearly as well as he can if he's able to be cheap about. Takes it. Takes
1: Bubba a long time to become a good promo. Yep, solidly, you know. Well, I like mean, he, a
0: good promo without the cheap heat. He, he could always hold yeah. his
1: own. Like uh, it. Yeah, I'd say like a year in, he starts to really get better. Yeah, but it yeah. takes him a lot longer than that to like really bully bully Ray. Probably bully
0: Ray was was his peak for sure. Yeah, that was for probably sure. his peak promo. Yeah, yeah, and and like he's not as cheap there either, but still don't like him. Uh, but uh, I digress. Tag team tables match from W F Royal Rumble two thousand. Hardy Boys taking on the Dudley Boys. This is one of the greatest pay per view sets of all time. It's so nah, minimal.
1: Yeah, I wrote that down here too. One Did of you? the best sets in WF history.
0: Yeah, with the with the cab coming over.
1: Yeah, it's so small, you can fit a lot of people in there. Yeah. Love it, yeah.
0: Yeah. And like we're that was always the thing with Madison Square Garden too. There's such a it's such a differently shaped arena. You know what I mean? It's just they they would set it up just a tad bit different. Um but yeah, no, this uh this, this match, again, another one that's really highlighted in the TLC match, and I just remember watching the highlights for this match over and over and over again. This is right after the debut of Taz yeah, on yeah. Royal Rumble.
1: This is the second match on the show.
0: Yeah, first match is Taz and Kurt Angle. So it's like two big ECW entities in front of the New York, New York audience.
1: New just like fucking losing their minds now. Yeah. It's like... This is like us watching like NXT in like 2016 when all those fucking indie guys are coming in. We're like, oh man, this is so cool. It's yeah. like it's turning into something new. Yeah.
0: And yeah. 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 It's true. Very true. Uh they uh it wouldn't take long though for like ladders to get introduced in this match. And like it's almost like a foreshadowing of sorts to where it's gonna go. You know what I mean? Any it,
1: of these matches well, except for the first one, but first
0: match there's no ladder, no these, tables at all.
1: The last two matches we're going to review, you you could argue that they're TLC matches. Yeah,
0: especially the next one. Yes. That ladder match is essentially a TLC match. Yeah. It's they just they didn't, didn't, didn't have the, the idea, yet. Exactly. Yeah. The name hadn't been been discussed. Uh which which then would beg you to wonder what's the difference between a TLC match and a ladder match? There isn't one. No. Just one average. you know there's going to be tables you're, you're and chairs. You're just
1: encouraged to use more it's like we have a higher budget for this match, yeah. so we're just gonna like give you guys more shit. Yeah,
0: you guys now have eight hundred dollars on gimmick budget instead of the one hundred dollars yeah. gimmick budget. Uh, but no, this this match the the whole deal is you know as one person is eliminated, he is no longer able to participate in like he can't eliminate somebody else out of the match, but he doesn't have to leave. Um, this really. There's a couple spots in this match that are just like totally iconic, to me anyways. Uh, when Jeff Hardy goes to do the uh, tope to the outside, or the suicide dive, and he just hits that table with nobody on it. Yep. So goddamn hard, like oh, yeah. a torpedo. It's such a crazy visual. And it's like, this is why this guy drinks incessantly today. Well, that matches.
1: and the fucking the the bump to get the cash at the mm-hmm. end, of no mercy.
0: So much of it. All <laughs> this the guy was doing this every night, every night, and like watching that the the tit tournament. It's like, dude, this guy was because like they were both all four guys were just trying to make themselves known at this
1: point. 100 percent, hundred percent. And if if Jeff didn't do that, he wouldn't have gotten notice.
0: No, because he didn't have the 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 technical abilities.
1: It all comes down to something though. Like, there's a cutoff. There's a time when you get popular enough you don't have to fucking do it anymore and jeff
0: just kept on going
1: darby and jeff i love the shit out of it didn't need to do it need to see that fucking thing no that was so reckless darby allen said in an interview he didn't know if he was going to come out alive after that
0: it's 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 crazy um it's not needed in wrestling at all am i going to discourage them from doing it no because it entertains me endlessly right at the end
1: of the day free entertainment is like free entertainment right yeah
0: like i ain't gonna i ain't gonna bitch at you about how you decide to entertain me you know what i mean like if it's entertaining it's entertaining that's it's really the the how it just boils down to for me anyways like i can watch certain things and just be the worst of the worst and still be entertained by it because like even if it's fucking garbage It was entertaining about how garbage it was. You know what I mean? Right? Like, you take The Room. Nobody watches The Room because they're going to be fucking wowed with the cinematic fucking prowess of Tommy Wiseau. Oh, hell no. It's the train wreck of it. You know what I mean? And how entertaining it is to watch that train wreck. And no matter what you do in these matches, these matches have a great deal of entertainment because a lot of it is a train wreck. You're just well, gonna watch people just fucking crash and burn.
1: That's very appropriate for what we've been doing lately with uh, Thunder and mm. you know with Kevin Nash arc. Yeah. Wsx. Fun about that.
0: Wsx. What was the other one we did before? Um. Around that. Oh my um, god. Xpw. No. Uh, X Xwf.
1: Xwf. Yeah. Like none of that shit was
0: good. No. It
1: was so fucking bad.
0: Yep. Yep. But, yeah. But it was yeah. entertaining.
1: It it was completely entertaining. It it was dog shit television though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Like it, it it's it's the type of television that'll it'll keep your eyes on it for moments. But you're gonna tune out. You know what I mean? If you're not looking at it's it it's no better eye, than reality TV. I mean it's essentially what it is. i mean it's essentially with there because it's as scripted as reality tv is what
1: what it really boils down to is that it's just entertainment that doesn't require a lot of your attention span really
0: perfect perfect uh couch potato entertainment Mm -hmm. where you just like you just want to shut your brain off you don't want to be in complete silence and fucking just you just want something to keep you keep you going Two thrills yeah exactly exactly uh, Bubba would be the first man out after a leg drop and body splash combo through a table. Uh, they would then uh, Matt would get double power through a table, which would take him out of it. Uh, this would then lead just Jeff and uh, Devon in the match,
1: which happens so quick, you know. Yeah, and it, it, yeah. it's such a flawed logic that continues to this day in wrestling table <laughs> matches, with uh, especially tag team ones, right? Because you'll have certain tag members eliminated they're still gonna stick around Mm -hmm. you know so they're still persistently active here Bubba Matt not so much but Bubba kind of like really immediately helps you know Devon out with Jeff and whatnot Mm -hmm. I just find it funny you know like we're 22 years into this match type and I think that that one flaw (laughs) has like never been addressed or
0: figured out yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong um Sometimes wrestling just likes to be set in its ways. You know? Don't we all? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, just like people, wrestling's stubborn. Uh, but, uh, no, uh, they would uh, set up the tables. Uh, Jeff and Bubble would make their way to the top of the entrance. Bubba would get low-blowed and falls through the uh, the tables to his fucking doom. Uh, Matt would then grab one table that didn't break, set it up uh, so that Devon can get sprawled on it. Jeff would then hit a swanton bomb from the entrance to pick up a victory.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, Bubba went through three tables there, out of out of four. Yeah, and yeah. this would have been the old MSG entrance way, correct? The this exit? wasn't
0: this wasn't the the one that they came in through for the match.
1: No, no, but yeah. this was the classic exit way for msg it could
0: have been Is yeah it not? It po- you're very it's very possible yeah, yeah i don't know but Cause, um, like people don't go back to the back through that egg- entrance way no because the doors are closed
1: you just know what i mean though like the old school msg shows how they had that one yeah fucking entrance yeah yeah, yeah. Classic, classic classic classic
0: would this be the first jeff hardy wild swan thun?
1: wild swan time yeah you like mean, off n- something crazy off
0: something crazy
1: yeah,
0: because like there wasn't I one. Say so. There wasn't one in the in the first ladder match.
1: It probably started here, then went on to WrestleMania,
0: and then it was like every time.
1: Backlash 2000, they have a steel cage match. Edge and Christian and the Hardys in Charlotte, North Carolina, where the Hardys win the tag titles. Oh, okay, eh?
0: okay, maybe that's the one we'll watch.
1: That's a good idea. I yeah. like that because yeah. I can't remember that match well, and it's in the hometown, probably yeah. hot as hell. I think Jeff does a swanton off the cage, like I, I'm
0: uh, willing to bet he does.
1: Like I don't know, it sounds about right. <laughs> Especially if the
0: Hardys win the titles, I'm willing to bet he does. Um, and this is this is Matt uh, Jeff Hardy era where he doesn't protect himself on the swanton's. And just lands ass first, and yeah, it just yeah. looks like it murders. He'll do
1: everything it takes to not hit you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is a far <laughs> cry from today, where his goal is to land and knock the fucking wind out of you. Um, but yeah, no, that's the tables match. I would say that the uh, I'm I'm partial to the ladder match over the tables match.
1: They're but, both very perfect in their own right. Yeah, yeah, I could watch this match. Uh, You know, like I could watch this match once a year and I could still love it. Yeah. I would say.
0: Yeah. I mean, we used to watch the highlights like once a week.
1: That's what I'm saying. I I saw like what this match had to offer so much. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm You know,
1: everyone's got those matches that they've just seen so
0: fucking much. Hulk Hogan, Ultimate War. Yeah. I've I've seen that match a thousand times.
1: Yeah. Yeah. These matches for me uh,
0: Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels. From WrestleMania twelve.
1: Fuck fourteen.
0: Fourteen, yeah. yeah. The uh the, the dumpster match. Watch those the two dumpster
1: matches. Dumpster match, yeah. Oh non
0: stop. Really yeah. dude, watching those matches all the time. Uh Gold Dust and Brian Pillman from ground zero. <laughs> I've seen yes. that match a hundred times.
1: Farouk, crush, and Savio Vega. Yeah. 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 That dastardly heart punch. God oh, damn man. it, man.
0: This is, this is insane insane some of the matches that you've seen all all the time um this would lead us to the last match we'll talk about tonight uh not the first time we've ever spoke about this match to be completely honest with you uh back probably three four years ago no we,
1: man that was longer than that we've
0: been doing the podcast since 2014 yeah no
1: this was probably wow, like 2015 really? 2016 i would say this We're, is one of the. I think this was like one of the first big full shows we did.
0: It was during a WrestleMania week.
1: Yeah, so I would say probably 2016 or 2015. Was,
0: it was while I was in Cuba.
1: Was it okay? So yeah. what was that? 2016.
0: I think so. I think so because it came out while I was in Cuba. I'm pretty sure of it. Because I had a couple episodes ready. Oh yeah, yeah. And that was one of them. Because WrestleMania. Okay, so what about
1: twenty fifteen? Because if it was WrestleMania week, then we would have been. We would have been, yeah, yeah we, WrestleMania, yeah, yeah, exactly. Damn, long time ago.
0: The thing that actually just put it in my head that like we're almost we're a year and a year and a half removed. The from ten years. What the fuck, are we gonna do ten years. Like what the ten year fuck?
1: Anniversary Shut her down.
0: <laughs> 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 ten years, we've made like less than a thousand dollars off this fucking venture. It's great. Uh, no, like, I, we no, don't do. It it's for not money, like we we're fucking
1: capitalizing on it, though.
0: No, we don't even do episodes every week for fuck's sakes. Right? Like, sometimes it's one episode a month.
1: The fact that still people still listen to us is a marvel. So that,
0: that that's all I need. That's all I need. Yeah.
1: The day no one listens to us, but Tyler editing
0: is the day. This is that the day we stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, one hundred percent. Um, but uh, really. Watching this match. Oh, Piper. Someone's listening. Uh, This match, really, it's, to me, as soon as it starts, when you compare the pops that people got in the matches prior, especially the No Mercy match, Edge and Christian comes out. They're uh, fucking damn near worshipped. The Hardy Boys come in. This is where it's, like, super drastic. Because, like, during the tit, the Hardy Boys literally would come up from the fucking stage in the fire and just walk to the ring. That's it. Just walk to the ring. No real emotion, no charisma, no noise from the crowd. Because who's going to make noise when you're just walking to the ring? Right, like You're yeah. not giving them a reason. They come out through the back here for this match, and Jeff's got his dance. Jeff is swerving under in ladders. He's running. Right? Like Matt is all fucking energized, and it's like, holy fuck. It hasn't even been a year. And basically, they found their shit that yeah. they would do for the next 25 years. Yeah. Right? And and it's it's really cool to see it because, like, you don't really get a chance to see it during the Royal Rumble match because they just enter and they run. They just go. Right? They, they, they yeah. just go
1: yeah you know when you find something that fucking works yeah and they found it they found it pretty fucking quick jeff particularly right like it took matt a lot longer but
0: you can argue that matt really didn't find himself until v1 and that was him starting to find himself
1: god man i honestly i don't even know like
0: broken matt big money Broken Matt is obviously the peak.
1: I think once Matt got sober is when he found out how charismatic he can
0: be. For sure, for sure, for sure. But like, I'm not going to take the away B- from V1. V1 was great. I'm A
1: not B- going to take away great. from v But I'm just saying, like, Matt now is like so much better. You can give Matt the mic, and you're like, oh, yep. yeah, he's he's going to cut. He's not going to fuck role. it up. He's not you not gonna know, it's going it to be up. fine. That's the thing that I find interesting about Matt now is like. I'm since like twenty fourteen, twenty thirteen, when he yeah. when he got sober. Yeah. Guy's been like really good. Really good on oh, promos. Yeah. Really really s really, really solid.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, like Matt got a lot better in time. Like his wrestling not so much. I mean like he was kinda pigeon held with his hips.
1: It's that goddamn leg drop off the cage, man. Vengeance two thousand five.
0: Yeah. It's just It's It's all both never the same. But, like, now, mind you, at this point in time as well, you can still see, like, his legs don't work the same as everybody else's. You know what I mean? Like, how he gets up from spots. You know what I mean? It's like, there's something where, like, his legs...
1: like the runt of the litter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, his, his legs, it's almost like they don't connect to his hips the same way they connect to mine or yours or Jeff's or Edges. It's like they're a little further apart. And when he's getting up, it's like, like he's got to turn and get up. And it's just, it's a, like an odd peacocking of the cock he's doing. I don't know. It's just odd looking. But like it would definitely get so much worse over time. And matches like this did not help it at all. Um, uh, Matt's not the one that takes the huge bumps. Matt's big bump really comes at the end of the match.
1: <laughs> Matt takes the best big bump, and it's oh, all the table.
0: It's a beautiful bump.
1: Oh, it's the best one the it's best one ball. my favorite this match though was balls to the wall
0: like constantly i don't yeah.
1: want to say that like they completely leveled up their game from first to first to third match here but, but they did. man like <laughs> they've they've really like took what they had from the first two matches mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and created something really cool
0: yeah cuz like okay so like uh, you got the dudleys with the tables you got the hardy boys with the ladders and then the edge Ed and christian kind of get stuck with the chairs if you really just look at it from the outside looking in but at this point in time is when edge and christian started the concerto
1: yeah so right? everyone's figuring out their yeah. shit yeah. everyone is here it's yeah. all a work in progress oh yeah and i just find it so crazy that these people uh, barring the dudleys but them too probably still not as experienced as you'd think are Working a match with so much going on, that you can't you can't work this match on the fly. No, a lot of what you're doing these crazy high intricate spots. I, I'm sure that they must have spent the night prior, fucking two nights, man, just oh, yeah. going over this fucking match.
0: You have to, you have to, because like you you don't want to be doing like uh, let's say Jeff, because he always after that first ladder match. Now it's a repertoire thing for him to do that little frog push leg drop. Yeah, right, yeah. you can't. You got to make sure nobody else is going to be there, right? Other than the person that's going to take it. You know what I mean? That's the thing about ladder matches. You're going to do a dive. You're going to fall off the ladder. You got to make sure he's not outside. so that he doesn't know what you're going to do. Yeah, yeah. So like people have, <coughs> people have to be aware.
1: And the amount of like three ladder spots where they like knock over one ladder where someone gets onto the other ladder. You don't to do hit that. Someone on the fly. Off. man. That shit is so intricate. Yeah. Yeah. And these are green fucking workers. They're not yep. green to the aspect of NXT these days, but they are fucking green, man. This is this is not Triple H.
0: Maybe the Dudleys weren't so green. Green compared to what they will become. But.
1: but but are they really though? Hmm. How much exposure is Devon and well, Bubba the,
0: the So the, the exposure, yeah, but it's not when they started wrestling though. You know what I mean? No, but same thing with Jeff and Matt and, and Edge. They all wrestled in the early '90s. Well, Edge, Edge very much. Edge and Christian less so than the Hardys. You know what I mean? Like, cause like Jeff is only so deep into it because he started in the WWF when he was sixteen years old. I know, right? I know, but, but he's like, also uh, doing Omega, right? Oh yeah, yes. But like, you're not going to get a lot. Oh, there's a what? What? Let me, when did Bubba start wrestling?
1: Well, he was trained by Johnny Rods. I'm gonna say like '93.
0: Let's see here. He would debut in 1991. 1991 working for uh fair enough just just working.
1: Okay. So, Bubba's is <laughs> a 9-year vet. He's a 9-year vet.
0: So like like now now not a lot not everything is is super duper that he's doing at this point in time you know what i mean like but like, there's a, the big difference from working nine years on the indies before going okay. to the wwe i
1: ain't green that, that 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 is a understatement
0: not not yeah not in the wrestling ability for like he's, he's he's been around long enough that he's he's no longer yeah green but but it hasn't found everything that he's looking for
1: in a you know better I mean? way to say it a lot of people that haven't been around long enough to be given such a big spot and opportunity have such a big spot and yeah. opportunity yeah
0: here. and Devon would uh would start in 1991 as well where would he start in 1991 trained by johnny rods as well fair enough fair enough didn't know. I didn't know that they both were trained in 1991 by the same guy. I did not know that. Fair enough. Uh, but, yeah, no, there's there's uh, right now, yeah, it's a complete seismic shift in, in this tag team division. Because, like, you look at it, before this, the tag team division was populated by the Outlaws, APA. You had makeshift guys like godfather and d
1: the undertaker and stone cold held the tag titles for a whole summer in 98
0: They're, that tells you all you need to know the body donnas not in 98 but it was 96 right,
1: 97 100 no, smoking guns yep. um which were not a bad team you know but gimmick X Pac and kane at this point in time. let's talk about thing. some really fucking good gimmicks here uh fucking well done uh, Heavenly Bodies,
0: the uh, the the new rockers.
1: Oh, the new fucking rockers! Yes, um, oh, perfect.
0: Let's see, men on a Money mission. Ink. Oh, Money give me ink. some
1: fucking Mike Rotunda, Tyler. Oh, give me some God. Mike
0: Rotunda. I love Mike Rotunda.
1: Oh, he's the greatest. BK <sighs> Wall Street. Oh yeah, give me some fucking silence. Sea
0: Captain. Fucking all of it. All of it. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy. You know, like. When you look at the tag teams that were populating this company over the last, let's say, even two years, it, it right now is like, okay, this is where our tag team division is going. Uh, well, Plain and simple.
1: Last two years is like the dirt worst when it comes to wrestling quality in the WWF.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's the most remembered stuff, but it's the worst stuff.
1: 99 particularly. Probably the worst in-ring quality year that the WWF probably ever had.
0: And then chris jericho and the radicals show up
1: oh man it was really gearing to get really fucking bad honestly like, yeah until
0: you, those five
1: you lose brett yeah and then you have that 98 year that's so successful
0: that that has nobody and man, austin's it, great val venus <laughs> val, you know what i mean like he's a great wrestler great wrestler that yeah,
1: like, val, was like, <laughs> a good wrestler i'll give him that he's like he the best he's
0: like the best wrestler on that fucking roster at this point in time yeah, there's Owen. Owen Hart's on there. <laughs> yeah. Not anymore in this show, but like. <laughs> I mean,
1: Sean Waltman, great fucking worker, man. Yep. Like, Sean Waltman was awesome in 98. Love that, but yep. yeah. That was true. To each their own. <laughs> This is 2000. Things are much better.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, we got Chris Benoit, Kurt Angle, and Jericho in a three-way on this show, WrestleMania mm-hmm. 2000.
0: Dean Malenko's your light heavyweight champion. Ladies, man. Ladies, man, baby. Yeah, it's sexy boy. Uh, okay. Sean Michaels, eat your heart out. You, but want, like you would... want some of the Turk, don't you? <laughs> I've got a thousand holes for you. Yeah. Uh, he probably uh, calls his dick the Big Turk. Yeah. Big Turk. <laughs> Why the Turk? Why? I'm sure like the, the Malenkos are
1: Turkish. Like, what the fuck else are they? Oh. Are they Polish, maybe? Maybe Polish, but they seem Turkish
0: to me. Let's see. Dean Malenko Heritage. Let's see. Google, don't let me down, fancy. Um, it's not going to tell me, I'm sure. How old? You can look up
1: his dad, Boris. Oh, Boris Malenko. Yeah.
0: Boris Malenko. Oh,
1: they're probably German, actually. I don't know.
0: A professional wrestler. I feel like
1: some like ignorant grandmother just he died like,
0: of leukemia. Hey.
1: Oof whoa shit man doesn't Dean have like some sort of nerves oh well I guess Lakemi's like, he like Parkinson. Right?
0: he's got Parkinson's and he was born in fucking Newark New Jersey the, uh, Boris Milenko was but but he is Bill well he was billed from being from Moscow as Boris Milenko and from Germany as Otto von Krupp I didn't know he was Otto von Krupp Okay, the wrestlers that Boris Malenko's trained: Dean oh, Malenko, far too many, man. Joe Malenko, Tugboat, Al Perez, Norman Smiley, Gangrel, Barry Horowitz, X-Pac, Bobby Blades, Bob Orton Jr., Buddy Landell, Chris Champion, Eddie Sharkey, Horace Hogan, Mark Merrill, Paris, Perry Saturn, Van Hammer, uh, Kane, Debbie Malenko. Obviously, <laughs> who else trained Debbie Malenko? It's not his, not her fucking father. I mean, which still going today?
1: Yeah, and the Fountain of Youth has done her well too. Very, very.
0: It was crazy though. Like Perry Saturn, hey, trained by Dean's brother, uh, Dean's father. Dean probably helped him, fucking for fuck's sakes. Because like, was it? It was Dean and Joe that wrestled in in Japan, right? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't Dean. That, did Dean and his father ever wrestle? I have no, no, idea, man. no. He retired in 1980. There's no way. There's no way he fucking wrestled. Yeah, no, what a fucking treasure trove of people that the, that the Malenko's had hands and tra- uh, training is wild, wild. But we might as well get into this because this episode is getting too long. Um, there's a lot of car crash moments in this match because it is bang, 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 bang. Where, like, Jeff would do a 450 and just land chest first.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Boba would immediately put Jeff on top of said ladder that he crashed into. Go for a fucking uh, senton. He
1: successfully hit a senton.
0: But then smacks his goddamn head off the back of the ladder.
1: I'll never understand why people put a ladder on top of another person and do a bump on top of it. It
0: doesn't make any sense. Crazy. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Um, Jeff, Jeff would be hanging off a ladder. And Edge would hit a spear from the top turnbuckle. Just making it a little, you know, taking little baby steps. Because first it was uh, uh, Jeff went to go jump. Like like Edge was on the on the turnbuckle, sitting down, and Jeff like went to go he hops off a of mat, jumps up, takes a spear, right? That's how it starts. Then he's hanging off a ladder and he takes a spear. And then when we come back in a couple weeks, we'll talk about when he's hanging off the belts and he takes the spear.
1: Well, neither of us really remember TLC one, so let's see what happens at that one, right?
0: How does Jeff take a spear in TLC one during SummerSlam? We'll find out. Fuck, we will. Uh, Bubba hits a Bubba cutter off the ladder, right? Like it's like all six are on the ladders, and all of a sudden, fucking Jeff and Christian get bumped off, and Jeff lands outside on his shoulder. No tables. Really, it's wild. Just the shit that they these guys put their bodies through and essentially all for us. You know what I mean? Like, who's the blame for Jeff being all fucked up right now? Us or Jeff? The I think it's a mixture fans. of both. It's a mixture of both.
1: Jeff Hardy should come back to the WWE and do the Hating whole the fans. You fans are the reason why I'm yep. so fucked up. Yeah. Oh, that'd
0: be a great I think that would be a great, great program. I think it's if the only way Jeff could reveal okay Probably. And, and it's iffy on whether or not that would even work. Right. You probably have fans fucking bringing signs like, we're sorry, Jeff. We still love yeah. you. Sorry, Jeff. It's my fault. <laughs> right? Like, you know what I mean? This is crazy because Jeff is so loved. Yeah. So loved.
1: Yeah, I mean, a, he has an infectious, like, spirit, I guess. Oh, yeah, you know, definitely. Like, he, De- that's the cool thing about Jeff. There's a
0: but... nonverbal charisma with Jeff. Yeah, 100%. Really, it, it, it's... It, Jeff is not going to wow you with any promos, but like, he's fun to look at. That's for sure.
1: Uh, that's the artistic side of Jeff Hardy, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I noticed during this match that the Dudleys were essentially the carpenters of the match. Like, the Dudleys literally set up, up everything. <laughs> everything. They set up absolutely everything. They even set up like the contraption that would become the the, the finish of the match.
1: I I wouldn't. Yeah, they they would set up the Mag- the MacGyver scaffold.
0: Bubba set up the big ladder that Jeff went through.
1: So we're gonna talk about that one. You know, I noticed at this point, if they are the carpenters of this match, I would not want them to be my carpenters because when Bubba sets up that twenty foot ladder and the table, while he's doing the table, he's screaming die. Die!
0: Die! Imagine getting your bathroom renovated and you're just sitting in the living room and all of a sudden you just hear the dude fucking renovating your bathroom, just walk around with a ladder, just die! Die! Just like, oh, I gotta go.
1: Yeah, so I don't know if I want him to be my carpenter, but he is the carpenter nonetheless. So yeah, I mean... Carpenter, Boba. He brought out that 20-foot ladder. God knows where it was. Must have been on the side of the entrance ramp. I
0: imagine it was just tucked next to one of the guardrails. The yeah. Yeah.
1: And, yeah, Jeff gets put on that table. Christian hits Bubba with a ring bell out of nowhere. I don't know why Christian brought the ring bell or, like, even interfered in the schmas. Like, it's not for the fucking titles, man. Go for the titles. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, Jeff. Can't sends, win the titles ringside.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Jeff, uh, he sends Christian into the guardrail at that point, takes his shirt off for aerodynamics, obviously. And the girl pop. And the girl pop. <laughs> climbs that 20-foot ladder, and he swantons Bubba in one of the most iconic spots of all time. And I can yep. say that with pure confidence.
0: Oh, yeah. No, the camera angle in itself, looking up, mm-hmm. and then just in one shot seeing him just come down and go through it. It, it's it's such a fantastic New Japan-esque shot. It's
1: a New Japan shot, and it, it's a shot that doesn't shoot Jeff missing how much he misses. How much Jeff hits his ass on yeah. that fucking swanton, you don't see on that shot. No. You see it on the other ones. Yeah. How Jeff barely hits. The fact that Bubba's table broke.
0: Is a miracle on itself. It's a fucking
1: yeah. scientific miracle. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, like that could have been an eye on the table spot easily.
1: The biggest one of all time if yeah. it uh, went wrong. Easily. There's
0: there's no way Jeff didn't at least bruise his coccyx there.
1: But Man. There's no way. I, if he didn't break his tailbone, i right? like, fuck.
0: Like there's, there's no way he didn't break his tail It had to do something because he hits with such force. It's crazy. But we will go back to the ring. Matt and Christian would then climb the contraption made by Dudley's Construction Company. Uh, Matt, uh, he wouldn't see Edge come up behind him. uh, And he would end up getting tossed through a table down below, which is... Probably the best table spot of the night, easily second best on.
1: spot of the match for Part, sure.
0: Yeah, it's probably the best table break of all three matches we watched. Oh man, it's beautiful. A like thousand the table pieces. Yeah, I was just gonna say a thousand pieces. It just goes into all the pieces in the world, and then he's just surrounded by like small pieces of wood and a wire frame. <laughs> really? This, this is just all that's this. This
1: is how Harker Holly wanted that table spot to turn out.
0: To- instead, it fucking sliced them from shoulder to fucking, uh, fucking. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Tramp stamp. Fucking just worst. Shoulder to tramp stamp. Yeah, fucking goddamn That's man. the worst kind of cut, man. It had to hurt. Oh, yeah. every so time you, Every time you move, you know what I mean? Like, there's no reprieve. You move your leg, you're going to stretch your back a little bit.
1: Oh, yeah, like pretty much any possible movement you have there.
0: A little bit of blood seeps through.
1: I'm sure that that one opened up a couple times. Yeah.
0: Yeah, probably. Uh, Edge and Christian though they would grab the tag titles, becoming the new tag team champions for the first time in their career. So
1: crazy to think, WrestleMania moment there, hey? Yeah, oh, easily. Wow, easily. This and there's the no la- way this the last match. WrestleMania, they were riding in on a hell in a cell. Bossman and Taker. <laughs> they were.
0: They, yeah. They. They were a part of that match. Yeah. Really.
1: The, the hanging.
0: Oh, I was going to say, because this match is all three teams' first ever WrestleMania match.
1: No, yeah. yeah. Uh, Edge and Christian were on top of the cell while the cell rose and mm. Boss Man hung.
0: No, that's fair. Yeah, because they were part of the corporate ministry or whatever. or The ministry, the ministry yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. They weren't there when they merged, were they? No. 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 Which is odd. You know, the ministry is obviously a place Gangrel should be.
1: The ministry was such a botch, man. Oh, horrible. what a good fucking gimmick that was. But
0: they did not do it any any they, they merging it with the corporation. It's the <laughs> Stupidest thing in the world. <laughs> stupidest the absolute, shit. Absolutely. Like really, your your main heel faction is Undertaker with the boss like uh the Undertaker is dead. He does not need help from the boss. To think He's you dead. lose
1: Vince Russo and it gets worse. <laughs> Wait. Oh no, that was still Russo.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that was still Russo cuz that was that was WrestleMania of, of 99.
1: No, no, Corporate Ministry. I just can't remember when that oh. was. I have no fucking idea, man. Corporate Ministry? 99's a wash. What a fucking bad year. <laughs> if we want to watch some bad shows, we we just go to 99 WWE. got no
0: interest in watching a 3-hour long shitty pay-per-view. None.
1: Oh Raw, so I mean
0: Oh, I'd watch an episode of Raw fucking easily. Easily. But like uh, no, not a three hour I'm, I'm 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 I I'm pretty confident in saying that I am done watching three hour long pay per views for review purposes.
1: I'm sure we'll find one.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Never did one night stand.
0: Okay. Okay, fine. Yeah, like I would probably do that one and the second one and maybe some other ECW pay-per-views.
1: Uh-huh. You know All what I right. mean? Or so even actually, I would also...
0: <laughs> but, you know, these aren't three-hour-long pay-per-views either, though. Like, the, WC, the old WCW pay-per-views. Like, when we oh, were doing, like, like Bash Two and a half Beach. hours, are they? Though? Yeah. Like, those, I think I'd be able to get around. You know what I mean? Because, like, three-quarters of the matches are shit anyways, and you're not worried about it. Um, but, either way, I digress. That has been the first episode in the TLC saga uh, we will be back in a couple weeks, probably, uh, to chat the second and final part that would include TLC 1, a, uh, a, I guess TLC 2, and a Steel Cage match or a Steel Cage match. Yeah,
1: let's go Whatever steel, order it is. Yeah, whatever steel, steel order it is. Steel Cage match Backlash 2000.
0: Yeah, and so, like, yeah, we'll be back in a couple weeks to do that one. Uh, but uh, it, it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I thought I pressed the wrong button there. Uh, But, you know, in the meantime, uh, again, uh, you can follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram uh, by searching the Federation podcast. Uh, You can support the show by donating to our Patreon. I'm looking. I'm feverishly looking for the list of dudes, but I can't find it. Okay. Our brother uh, with the biggest cock savage fudge his future so bright he's only seven percent out of the metal sterling silver fudge then uncle calls it right down the middle mike the ref fudge it's uncle justin why he always thrust in jd fudge he wants to call father but not for a dollar Trox fudge our doe eye cousins from down under cory and trevor fudge and that guy that uh, mom brought over and called uncle justin roberts fudge um yeah we'll we'll be we'll be over to your mom's house in a, in a, in a couple weeks to uh, talk to her about TLC and how awesome it is. Uh, we're talking about. Uh, we're not talking about tables, lives, and chairs. We're not talking about turnstile love connection. We're talking about tender loving care.
1: No little TLC. No, no. little TLC.
0: No, no little TLC for me. Jeez. <laughs> uh, but no, we'll uh, we'll be uh, we'll be coming by to uh, to talk about this and that and the other things um you know
1: <laughs> that was good i like that <laughs> this we're gonna talk about this that and some yeah. other things yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh you know like uh, if you uh, want to hear me talk about other things you can check me out on the suplex city limits uh podcast every sunday live on youtube or on podcast form where you listen to this podcast I mean like why would you listen to this podcast and not the other and vice versa? It just doesn't make sense to me. But hey. You know what I mean? You do you guys. You do fucking you. Uh Travis, do you have anything else to say before no, man. we go? No, no. 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 All I got left to say is go give Mitch some love on YouTube. Uh go give him like his fucking five hundred thousand view on his all in pay per view. Fucking uh, do that shit. <laughs> uh, you can check out some of our some videos of us there that's got some crazy amount of views. Um, too bad it never ever translated. Anybody watched and listened to this fucking show? Anyways, anyways. Oh, jeez, <laughs> just just down, hatred, Tyler. just hatred. I hate everything.
1: Hate hates his listeners.
0: Hates I don't. Them. I don't. Just Travis putting words in my mouth. <laughs> I I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, yeah. I hate the ones that don't listen. Uh, but <laughs> either way, either way. Travis, keep on rocking in the free world and. Doo-doo-loo-doo. Doo-doo.